And welcome back, folks, our, our tens of listeners, to The Miscellany. It's a new podcast where uh, my brother-in-law, Mark, here, and myself, I'm Tim, will, uh, on occasion, choose a, a, a miscellaneous topic to, to kind of do a shallow, very shallow, non-research-oriented dive into, uh, into said topic. How are you feeling today, Mark? Good. I feel like uh, shallow dives are the new thing. A lot mm. of people talking about deep dives. Mm-mm. Who's doing shallow dives? You and me. I, you know, I think uh, we're, we're tapping into a new market here. Or just the market before, <laughs> which everything used to be before the deep dive genre with Yo. your cereals and whatnot. Um, okay, so some uh, little uh, housekeeping at the top. Uh, I, I noticed last time my, my chair... Oh, Sally, the, the dog has come to say hello. Hi. Puppy, she's like my little other co-host over here. Um, uh, my chair was squeaky every time I moved, so I got a new chair. Got rid of those squeaks for you. I'm gonna do my best to edit out the little squeaks on the other uh, recordings. And uh, let's see. Oh, we 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 did record last week a, 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 about an hour long uh, episode. It was great. We really got the we got our our steam. We got our feet under us and everything. And then uh, something happened with. Uh, speaker connecting to Bluetooth on Mark's end, and I scared his what lovely wife while coming through the speaker while she was in the shower. <laughs> so we'll have a little mini episode last from last week. It's nineteen. I listened to it today. Most of it, it's uh, it's it's hot fire. So not a total total loss. Um, and and honestly, I don't even remember really what we talked on. Maybe video games, but that'll come up again. I'm sure intermittently. Um, so yeah, how's your week been? Uh, pretty good, man. I just feel like uh, more of the same. September feels like August. August felt like July. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely getting closer to a big life event with Molly's pregnancy. So, yeah, each day is, is like getting closer to the first day of school, but uh, a little bit heavier than that. First day of life. First day of life, yeah. Just the new, first new, day. Uh, <laughs> new situation. Um, it's it's crazy. Six weeks does seem like a long time in some contexts, but definitely a very short period of time in others. I feel like that it would be uh, it would fly by in the normal in the normalist of times, let alone now, where it seems like at the same time a day is a week long, but a week can be an hour long. Yeah, we read that it's basically like you're waiting to pick somebody up at the airport but you don't know when they're coming and you don't know what they look like. Um, that is, yeah, so that sounds like a lot of fun because who doesn't like <laughs> waiting in the airport lines? Um, I don't like that analogy at all. Yeah. And Spre- six weeks could be seven. They won't mm-hmm. go past seven, but mm-hmm. uh, Molly's yeah. ready to, to be done with this. That's she when they induce horrendous heartburn and can't feel her fingers. So, Oh man. Yeah. That's a wild thing. The human body that can house, a another human body <laughs> yes but like not that well because it's pressing on all of her major organs right yeah and... i was thinking about that the other day i guess after seeing you like everything's all smushed around up in there yeah to make room it's, it's they didn't build the body to fit a baby yeah but I, there's definitely I kn- one in there i knew a guy who went to go he became a doctor but he did it in like the cayman islands because apparently it's way easier I so he just went, so, down, yeah. went down there and got his like medical de- while he was doing his medical degree, he he said that the human body is basically a tube within a tube, 
which I've always carried with me since he said that, because A, it's kind of gross, but also it's like, oh yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, her tube inside that tube is all messed up. It's, it's, uh, yeah, there's a lot going on in there. We've seen a lot of different pictures, but I think, uh, she doesn't need to see the pictures. She's, she's kind of feeling it on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. that there is a hopefully six or seven-ish pound baby, mm-hmm. but potentially like a nine or ten pound. Yeah, I think thanks, I was... I was Thanksgiving eight, turkey. I was an eight pound, ten ounce type of situation, I think. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Good we'll old see. birth. <laughs> um, so yeah, my end, it was... Uh, yeah, it was a long week. I had a, a couple shifts again back-to-back that went smoothly. I didn't have to close this time, so it was a little easier getting out of there. But, uh, yeah, people are... It's, uh, it's, an ex- it's an exhausting thing to see these people on the streets just, like, doing whatever they want. It's, fa- it's very wild. And, again, it's the same issue with, like, kind of having to grin and bear it, you know, because I'm there to serve. But, uh, oh, and then also very stressful. Uh, they declared September 30th that restaurants can go to 25% capacity. So for us, right. that's like 15 people inside. So it's not crazy. Like looking at it, we'd be able to like space it out so it wouldn't feel too wild. But it's still, it's just such a narrow bar. And I, yeah, I'm not, I think it's just a, a ill-conceived idea in general. But I'll be towing the company line and, you know, anything to keep the lights on is what I've informed my higher ups but just like disease in general it's like why are you risking this and then also we're not technically a restaurant and they kept saying everything was for restaurants 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 so we might not even be involved in the indoor seating and we'll still have our outdoor seating too so we're not uh, at risk of like being shut shuttering shuttering the, the windows and stuff at this point so at least that's a positive take from it when did you guys close in in March? Uh, the sixteenth. No, yeah, sixteenth. It was the day before St. Patrick's Day. Oh, it was the sixth? But you had like a week or two in there where, like, I always I, I don't, and we might have talked about this already, mm-hmm. but I want to know how many people compared March to August or March to September. Like, I know there were fewer people with infections, but like, everybody in New York got it the first two weeks of March. So was it just as dangerous to be? maskless at a bar in March as it would be to be in a bar in September with masks? It's so hard to tell. Um, I mean, I think because people are aware more, the chances of somebody coming out to a bar and being sick or having it are much lower. Because, like, before all this, people would go out if they had a cold, you know? Yeah. Like, I'd go to work if I had a cold or felt, like, a little down, and now it's, like, no way in hell. So those numbers have have to be, I would imagine, you know, a little bit... Leaning towards the safer side, and again, we take all the precautions. I'm not like worried about it. It's just all the extra just what ifs that are involved, you know. Um, but so, yeah, wait, what did I answer the question? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's people are more aware of it now than they were in March. You feel like it'd be a little bit safer, but all it takes is one person who yeah. saw one person who saw yep. one person, and then it's just and it's the whole every. I've seen at least two or three articles that say like every pandemic in history, it's gotten worse than it was in the beginning, the following fall, no matter, no matter when it started. And it's like, that makes sense because that's like flu season. And this is that just like beefed up times X, you know? So 
again, we'll just keep uh, keep keeping on and being as safe as we can and all this stuff. So, and I mean, again, it's that weird, like, I'm proud to be, sh- uh, you know, lending a helping hand to keep keep our, our business open. But it's that mixed emotion thing again. Anyways, let's get into some fun stuff. Um, I've been saying that I want to figure out how to get some kind of uh, theme song on here. Every good podcast has to have at least a you know, five-second little, little jingle or something, maybe a banger at the front. So I found some uh, royalty-free like tracks that you can download for, for, for free, and some of them are very hilarious. So I thought we'd uh, I'd, I'd give, a, I'd give us a sample here. I'm not 100% sure if this is going to record, so let's just see what happens and we'll figure it out in post. We'll have, we'll have Jim and Bark work their magic in the we'll end. Des- we'll day. describe the sounds to you guys if it doesn't <laughs> actually record. Yeah. I think at the very least I could like paste it in. I mean, I'll have Jim and Bark, excuse me, I don't do the editing on this shit. What do you think I am? I'm the talent. Fix um, it in post. Yeah, yeah. All right, so this first one <laughs> was very funny to me. Uh, it's kind of like a trap deal. Here we go, ready? Yeah. I wanted to hear the beginning. I'm going to play it again. Hang on. There we go. Got that beat on. So that could be a, a damn funny way to start, especially because, you know, we, we're not the most high energy uh, podcast, you could, you could say. Oh, um, hold on. We got it. We got to stop down? We got to stop down. Uh, how do I get back? Okay. <laughs> so there was a, there was a little stop down there. Um, do you know how long ago that was? Um, that was at... That was... Eight, sec- eight seconds, I want to say. Eight, eight seconds ago. Let me see. Let me pull it back up. He didn't, he didn't record eight seconds and then it stopped. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it was paused for eight seconds. Oh, okay. So they might have just, <laughs> they might not have heard any of the things that weird. I was... Uh, oh, no, no, no. When did it stop? Time. It stopped in the middle of the song. Okay, all right. Well, you got the idea for that first one. Here's another one. This one's under an, ep- uh, I think it's called, uh, yes, Epic Background Music Downloads. This one was pretty funny, too. A little superhero action. Oh, yeah. I don't know how it ends. Oh, the dramatic ending. That's pretty fun, too. What else we got here? That's That's good. good. That's some Christopher Nolan-type music. (laughs) Yeah. That was... Okay, here. This one's under comedy. Let's see. They, They got some funny names. This one's called Silly Chicken. I don't know. I don't know if this one's uh, quite our speed here. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that could be for like a segment intro, just a little bit in the background. How about uh, Sleuthing in the Dark by Steve Oxen? Yeah. Multiple tracks. Oh. Okay. We're going to get... Oh, wow. That's kind of like some, some Pink Panther shit. Well, we talked about true crime podcast in the last episode it definitely seems like a a true crime intro to me you got the hi-hat taking that hi-hat for a walk 
Let's, uh, I'm going to find another funny. Uh, for, for they're supposed to be under the funny category. There's not too many funny names. Goofy prank. Cur yeah. Curious tiptoe. I like that sound. That's a no for me, dog. Easily. Okay, let's go to another genre here. We'll do a couple more of these. And then maybe I was thinking since the theme of the podcast is miscellany, like we change subjects, like be it sports, movies. Uh, when I saw you, I want to do a, a actually would be considered probably a deep dive into the town. Had some issues with there. I know you're a big fan. Uh, Bostoner, as you are. Is it Bostoner? 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 I don't know. I've never heard us referred to as like an ite or an er. I believe it's Bostonian. Bostonian, that's it. That's right. That's the one. But then, yeah, so we'll talk that. Probably some current events are like we're later on this one. We'll do, uh, um, uh, uh, I want to say housekeeping. It's not housekeeping. Uh, fix, like fix it, Mr. Fix it. What should it be called? Things you've Handy done. Manning. Handy, Handy Manning with Tim and Mark. Yep, got it. You nailed it right there. Um, so, yeah, I could like do a, like a kind of a splice up of a bunch of different kind of uh, themes, sounds. Mm-hmm. With like record scratch in between that could be that was kind of something i was thinking there too i like it like all the lights by kanye just every genre piled into one song yeah yeah oh yeah kanye another episode you're you're a a rapping hip-hop guy aren't you yeah i am yeah i'd like to learn some more about that stuff i my here's a teaser for that episode my first hip-hop cd that i had was found in a disc man in a ditch by my house while i was waiting for the bus and inside it was the first or second disc of uh, Tupac's All Eyes on Me. Is that the one that was oh, two, wow. that a two disc? Yeah. I think it was All Eyes on Me. I don't remember which disc it was, but that was my like accidental introduction into like something that I thought my parents wouldn't want me listening to. And I just I would put my headphones on and be like, oh, this is incredible. And then, you know, dabbled through the years. What did I? Okay, I just went to another. That's, that's, that's also that's how... Um, Marshall Mathers started. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Also known as Eminem from Detroit, too. All right, he's from the downtown area, Eight Mile Road, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. <laughs> he found Tupac CD in a discarded disman. He did. Yeah, he just wanted to rebel against his way through uh, high school. As a matter of fact, it's a good find. No headphones. That's a great there. find. Oh. <laughs> All right, this one is motivational, motivating, and inspiring background music. Let's see, Tears of Joy. Oh. oh, that's going to tug at your heartstrings. Better life. That one's very uh, apropos sounding. That, that is like definitely used in many commercials right now. Those two. Yeah, this would be like a Cialis commercial or something. Like. In times like these, Viagra is here for you. Erectile dysfunction got you down. <laughs> got news for you. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go one more, one, one more, more uh, category here. We got. I'll let you choose. Commer Are you seeing the, the the screen too? Yeah, I am. Okay. Choose a category up here. Let's go with relaxing. Relaxing it is. The sound quality is pretty good on here, too. It's great. Let's see. 
quiet time. I get it what they're going for, but not for me. No. Rena. Steve, Steve Oxen is all over this. Oh, that's just nice. Do a little waltz. Waltz through the garden. This will be for when we talk about uh, meditation techniques and yoga and stuff like that. Self-care. That's a good episode. Self-care. Rituals. Sure. Pre and post uh, COVID times. Okay, so I'm going to Stop sharing there, so it makes it a little... Oh, I forgot I got my glasses on. My blue blockers. How about that? I like it. Very fashionable blue blockers. Yeah, that was uh, at the beginning of this when I started I did started the two code classes, so I was on the computer like way more than ever. Well, with the unemployment site and all this shit, so I was like, oh, those look cool. They're the uh, Jamie Foxx and other celebrity brand from Instagram. That's where I heard about it. Pretty cheap. But nice. I actually, I also, I also wear them at work, so as an added layer of spittle protection from customers. Jesus. We also just got. There, oh, here I'll show you one second. Tim is walking to the other side of the room. You see those guys? And he's back with a, oh, a face shield. Yeah. So, yeah. Sarah went, Sarah went on and got these. I feel like. It's a bit much, and it kind of draws a lot to a lot of attention to the situation when you're trying to go to a bar and avoid that kind of thoughts. But we'll see how the indoor stuff happens. Is it and, for uh, your protection or for the protection of others? I guess both, because they can't spit in my eyes and I can't spit in theirs. I guess <laughs> Jesus Christ, goddamn fomites. Um, all right. So, well, your suggestion uh, was it just yesterday? Two days ago? Yesterday. I think it was um, was discussing uh, like fix it jobs that we may have done around the house because though I'm sure you know everybody has been doing a lot more of that with the amount of time spent in their homes and stuff that you would normally have probably put off for years. I know I would have, um, or just maybe not even thought to do it. Um, but I thought that was a pretty good uh, fodder for for this miscellaneous podcast. Yeah, I'm sure if this has been said by a stand-up comedian at one point, but I basically think that there's three types of people. There's the person that if something breaks, they just immediately call somebody to fix it, electrician, plumber, etc. There's a person who could literally fix anything, electric or otherwise. And then there's the middle ground person, which I feel like I fall into this category. I feel like you might fall into this category too. It's the tinkerer. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. but I'll move things around, and if something starts working after that, regardless of how long it works, mm-hmm. I feel extremely accomplished. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'd say I'm, I'm somewhere right around there. Um, working in the food service industry as long as I have, <clears throat> and like being in sort of managerial uh, roles, you see a lot of fit, like fix-it thing, like plumbing stuff I know more about than I probably would have otherwise. Um, and it's like things that, wouldn't, that might come up every once in a while. At, in your home come up f- fairly frequently at, at a restaurant or bar because things are just used that much more often. So, like, wear and tear things and, like, electrical. Not so much electrical things, but, like you said, like, I'll just be like, this looks like if I do this, it'll do that. And then if it does, it's like, yes! Or if it comes close, then I can, like, pivot and kind of figure that stuff out. So it seems like we're, yeah, on the, in the same ra- ra- realm. And also, now I just, I've, I'll look up a YouTube thing, just be like, 
straight up ask the question into the Google bar, like, how do you fix X? And then inevitably you're good to go with some weirdos, the YouTube video. Yeah. So I do that too. I have found that the YouTube videos just make things look a lot easier. And I feel like the way they cut sometimes they cut out the hard part and then they're just like, and we're done. So I, our fan in our bedroom is, is off kilter. And so can't really run at a high speed. I watched a video on how to fix it and they fixed it pretty quickly. And there was just a gap in the, it was just like blow the dust out of the fan, wipe the arms down with a t-shirt. I'm like, all right, check, check. And then it was remove the fan from the wall, unscrew the top two knots, adjust the fan from the middle and then put it back on. And I was like, well, well, hold on. I'm already out. (laughs) Our our fans are different from the video. (laughs) Is there a video for my specific fan? Yeah, things like that is pretty frustrating because there's a million kinds of that product in across the globe. And then if there's not a specific one, if you can like, if you could even find like a serial number or something, I think my this fan in our room has. I can see it now. It's called Hampton Bay. So if if it did something happen to it and I had to get in there, I could probably look that up. But my our last black part was just like a generic ceiling fan. That would rattle too much all the time. This one's pretty good, though. So, you meant a ceiling fan, right? What's that? Did you mean a ceiling fan? Ceiling fan, yep. Yeah. Did you succeed? No, absolutely not. (laughs) And now that we own this... So, as a renter, previously... Yeah. If I heard uh, the smallest of sounds on one of our appliances, I would call or text the landlord immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like some people think of the rental as kind of like a... Uh, unspoken agreement where, hey, like you're not paying that much in rent, so if something kind of breaks, but it's still working a little bit, just deal with it. Yeah, that's not how I operated. I had in our last place, we replaced two microwaves, three fans, four windows, like getting our money's worth. Yeah, um, that's, it. that's we, exactly how I feel. Yeah, you know, that's since we purchased this place, mm-hmm. uh, I've gone into a little bit of ignoring mode. And I hear a sound that doesn't sound right. Yeah, it's manageable. Um, it's fine for now. I'll get to it. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bad habit when you mm. drag things out a little bit longer than they need to go. So you're working on on a on quite a honey do list over there, huh? Yes, we got a a washing machine problem right now, a disposal uh, problem, and a fan problem. Yeah, those are uh, significant appliances. Yeah. But all right. So, do you do you have a list of things that you have accomplished? I have a list of things I have accomplished. All right, let's go one for one. All right, most of my accomplishments are um, disposal related. Oh, okay. Or, dangerous, dangerous place that disposal. Yes, or <laughs> circuit breaker related. Mm-hmm. So, my dad was not a big fix it guy, but he taught me one thing where the circuit breakers are. Mm-hmm. And if something doesn't turn on, check the circuit box first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good so, first place to start. Went to turn the disposal on the other day. Molly had been using it earlier. I was like, hey, it's not working. She's like, oh, I don't know. It was working two hours ago. I was like, hold up. Walked to the circuit box. It was in the middle. Mm-hmm. Flipped it mm-hmm. back, flipped it back on. Boom. You're a regular um, Bob Vila. The thing is, when I turned the disposal on after that, one of the blades in the disposal is basically off and grinding, and, and that's where I, I, I kind of lose it, and the, the plumber's going to have to come in to fix that. So did so I fix it, or did I just identify a larger problem? Hmm. 
Well, hey, either way, you got your hand in the game. Hopefully you're not in that disposal when it's on. Get your fingers cut off. Seriously. <laughs> that, um, I, <laughs> growing up, I don't know why, it seems in my memory right now, it feels like very, kind of very frequently, my dad would be like, oh, I dropped a spoon in the garbage disposal. You use your little hands to get in there and get out like whatever. All right, here we go. It's recording again. Do you know how? I only missed like a second. Oh, okay. So we're back. We're back. We'll stop, stop down. down. Well, we, we, this can be polished up by Bark and Jim. Yeah, post. Yes. Post pod. I'm sorry. So your dad always had a spoon it's, in the disposal. It seems like very frequently I would be asked to use by my father to get my little hands in the disposal to get something that he dropped out. Like a, a spoon or like, I feel like maybe like eggshells or stuff like that that you're not supposed to have, which is like. That's hard, hard to get at, A, even if I did have my little child f- hands and fingers. But also, like, it never really dawned on me until well later that, like, that's fucking freaky to be just putting your hands, like, what if it was actively, actually on, but just blocked to the point of looking and sounding like it was off? Thankfully, yes. I still have all my ten digits, so. So he didn't turn it up, like, so when I work with the disposal, I unplug it. I make sure it's turned off. I unplug it, and then I turn the circuit breaker off too. Oh yeah, no, that was just that was just a switch. <laughs> just turned it off, and then I went right, went right in there. Did you at least use your your non-dominant hand? No, I don't think so. Okay. I guess well, I think it would probably depend on where the thing was in there. If I had to go to the left or the right, like of this of the side of the disposal. But uh, I remember having it was a it was a point of pride. So I'd be like, yeah, I got it out and helped Dad. Woo! <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I was against, oh, so you're, so now your issue, you'd have to like get underneath their classic plumber on his back, unscrew the thing, take it off, open it up, that whole thing. Yeah. We have a plumber that my parents used and so I, I call him like fairly often. He doesn't really work in our area, mm. but he's come out once. Mm. Um, so I called him about the washing machine, which is broken. We're getting fixed by some guys. And a lot of people don't know this, but plumbers make a, a lot mm-hmm. of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was like, Hey, do you want to come check this out? And he was like, you don't want me to come check that out. And so mm. I've avoided calling him with a lot of projects, but he's going to have to come out for this I see. disposal. Is it the type it's of guy bad. that you can like ask, like pick his brain a little bit to see if you can get it accomplished yourself? Mm. I feel like I, I know my ceiling. Yeah. My ceiling is taking apart something with, let's say, I'm going to say six screws is my limit okay anything under six screws i feel better about the fan was a was a six screw guy mm. and i was like ah, this is not going to be able to you are you're a puzzle guy too mm-hmm. i'm not a puzzle person yeah so i feel like that's always an issue yeah i mean the thing with this with the fan i feel like i might be tempted to to tackle taking off the disposal underneath the sink but are you still there yeah um but i would it's the I'm thing here, yep. the thing is i always get nervous like at a certain point, there's no going back, and then you've made the thing worse, and the problem's going to last longer. So, like, a fan on the ceiling, like, I don't even know how the hell I would get into this fan. <laughs> there's no, like, exposed screws or nuts and bolts or anything, so, like, there's that. And then having to get it back on, I remember our last fan just cleaning it was a huge pain in the ass, and it was, like, just putting the little, like, light cover back on, I'd be drenched in sweat and, like, sore for a day because I had to, like, stand on my tippy toes on a mattress all wobbly and shit, like, no thanks. But, uh... Yeah, so that that's a good that's a good strong first example. I have a few that well, a couple of mine are like housekeeping things that we didn't used to do. But I'll start with the first one. The, the bathroom door was extremely creaky. I'm talking like if you and it's it's weighted so that it automatically like starts to close really slowly. 
So I'm talking like a nine second creak, like, like legit. And that was a while. And I was like, oh, the first time I looked at it, it was actually the screws holding the hinge on the door frame, the wood, like the door jam itself. So I don't remember how I knew this, but I had seen it somewhere that somebody like, you take all the screws off and you shove toothpicks into the hole where the screw goes. And then Mm -hmm. you put the screw back in there and it like bites like the, the, whatever, the thread of the screw bites into toothpicks. I was super proud of that because it worked. And then probably like probably like a year later, the creek came back. And I was like, what? Maybe it's loose again, but it wasn't the same problem. And then I was like, all right, it's got to be these hinges. They must be just like too tight or something, whatever. So I looked up. I was like, I don't have any WD-40. I don't have like blah, blah, blah. And then again, in the back of my head, I was like, I think I've heard people use olive oil for this. So I looked it up, and sure enough, that was like the last thing. Because probably you don't want to use like a food uh, yeah. thing on your... But it worked like a charm, and then I did that door, and I was like, you know what? This closet door has a little bit of a squeak on it. Why don't I get these, too? Fix that squeak. Hey, I just noticed the bedroom door has a squeak as well. Let me get some more olive juice on there. Bing, bang, boom. No more squeaks. I'm tiptoeing across this apartment. Wait, olive juice or olive oil? Olive olive oil. Did I say olive juice the last time? Oh, I was like, holy shit. No, that would would probably smell horrible. But no, it worked. It's a little Q-tip. Dipped it in there. It worked like a charm in seconds. I was... was pretty surprised that it worked as well as it did honestly so the, the surprise did you explain it to too. sarah immediately like what you did you just had to like break down each step you took certainly did that's what i have to do every time certainly did and she there was there was not much reaction <laughs> she's uh, like oh yeah cool cool yeah i didn't even notice the door was squeaky what how did you not what and it wasn't that far she could she could hear the bathroom door at night sometimes because she goes to bed well before i do and that was the main thing because i felt bad like is she waking up every time I go to the bathroom? That would really annoy me, so I don't want to have that happen with her. Um, so yeah, the surprise wins are always are always good. What's next on your list? A lot of mine, outside of like the electronic stuff, is hanging heavy objects. I I feel like one of my unsung skills is uh, level, being able to see a level without using the actual tool as a level. Um, so we hung two mirrors that were both like, I don't know, 50, 75 pounds. Um, and I had never used a drill before until we moved in here. Uh, so I bought one at Home Depot and I was like, all right, I'm going to hang this up, drilled into the wall, pulled the screw out and there was just pink stuff covering the drill bit. And I was like, oh, great, the house is ruined, and <laughs> let's just sell it immediately. Turns out it was no. just insulation, pretty normal stuff, guys. Like, if anyone's oh, you went down, through so Okay, okay. Like the Pink Panther stuff? Pink Panther style. What, uh, uh, what brand like drill did you Looks like cotton candy. Don't eat it. It's covered in mm-hmm. fiberglass. Yeah, that'll fuck uh, you up. Learn that lesson the hard way. No, I'm just... Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you got, a Ryobi over there, Black & Decker? Uh, yes, with? it's a Ryobi, I believe. Yeah, that's a good brand. Yeah, it's sturdy, uh, sturdy, it gets the sturdy job done. Craftsmanship. Is mm-hmm. that what people say who can fix things? Sounds like a thing that they would say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so I hung right, this so one mirror, and mm-hmm. then we took a picture of ourselves with the mirror hung up. Uh-huh. And in the picture, I wasn't posing. My hands were... I looked like Tom Brady after he won the first Super Bowl, just so <laughs> in shock that I actually did it. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's, so, uh, that's number two for me. Yeah, so... You said it was it's pretty. You said about fifty pounds, right? Yeah. So did you have, did you have to get the whole uh, the little plastic outer screw that goes in that you put the metal screw in, 
and it was just one screw? So it's, it's such an easy thing to put up. All you do is take, like, there's like a wooden thing that comes with it, and it's just a, a grip that you just put the mirror on top of the grip. So you're only hanging up something that's just like a eight inch wooden thing that connects the oh, mirror. Oh, okay. So it's it. like it makes a little um, ledge. But for those, I had to put the anchor screws in them. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I have similarly on my list is hanging pictures, which is not quite as heavy, but the, the process is kind of in depth. You got to first, a couple times I went into a stud, so I couldn't get the drill far enough in there, which so a couple of our pictures have like multiple holes <laughs> behind them in the wall. But uh, so far, nothing's fallen down, nothing's broken. There's a couple above our bed, and we just got put a couple bigger ones uh, on the in the living room over there. It's, a, it's, it's quite a feeling of accomplishment. And these ones have like the wire in the back behind in the frame. So you put the screw in the plastic thing in the wall and then the wire on that. So they're kind of like, it looks like nice. It kind of leans off the wall a little bit for an added layer of um, like depth to it. It's pretty cool stuff. And when you hit so, that stud, what did you feel in your heart? Um, frustration because I should have done like the, at least the little tap, tap, tap on the wall so you can hear if it's hollow or not. Um, and I think the, there was one time where I just like jammed the thing in as far as it would go and just hoped that it stayed and it did. So I'm like, eh, it's fine there. Cause it, it was, there wasn't enough space either side to move it to where we would want it to have been. I got a, another shutdown here. My dog's trying to get out. All right. Free her. All right. We're back. Um, and my dog has a run, the run of the place. She just goes, she scratches at the door whenever one of us is in the other room when she wants to get out. So it's like, yes, dear. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was hanging there. My drill sucks though. It was like a beginner's drill type of thing. I think it's black and decker, but it's like kind of on the lighter side, you know? So yeah. I'm, you I'm jealous of your right, right feel, OB stuff. You need to feel that weight in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if your arm's not shaking a little bit by the time you're done screwing something into the wall, like, you got a cheap drill. Or you have weak arms. Could be both. <laughs> Could be both. Um, let's see. Any other tales of... Have you ever hung up something that that fell? I don't think I have. Oh, God. Well, not yet, Tim, but there's still plenty of time for that. <laughs> um, I have in the same yeah. way that... So, one thing that I'm good at that I shouldn't even know how to do, but I do because I was bad at drilling things in the first place... Mm -hmm. is, and now I'm going to forget what it's called, but you put the putty on the hole. Spackling. Uh, and then spackling, that's the yeah. one. Um, mm -hmm. Bought a whole mess of spackle uh, when we first moved in because I had to spackle up some mistakes that I made. Uh, uh, hanging yes. up the Dyson vacuum didn't go mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. That was about 33% uh, oh. accuracy on that drill experiment. Did you, did you have a place where it can be plugged in? Is it like a charging station yes. also? See, wait, yep. yeah, I, I got the little mount in our closet, so it's out of the way, which is nice. But there wasn't, a, there, I didn't have an opportunity for a, for an outlet, so we had to like charge it outside and then put it back in. A little annoying, but yeah, it's well, it's charging in the in the corner. It's out of the way. Um, so yeah, hanging stuff is is quite a it's quite a thrill when it goes well. Also, yeah, I got this this shelf over here. I don't know. If, yeah, you can see that right there. That, that one seems seems to be like slowly coming off at the top in the back so I'm a little nervous and I don't and that's one thing I've been putting off because it's like I gotta take all that stuff off and then if I screw it up I might not be able to get it back on in the right place so it seems to be pretty sturdy though for the time being 
There's a um, real finality to putting up some of the stuff that I am just not capable of dealing with. Mm. Have you ever had the to mount stuff a TV? In pen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Did you do our, that one yourself? Uh, our mutual, our mutual father-in-law, Big Tim, mm-hmm. has helped me mount two televisions. Um, both successful, but they both took about forty-five minutes to an hour. Much easier to take down than put up, if you yeah. <laughs> if you can believe it. I can. I thought, and then you you guys had you got your contractor to make like a tube for the wires in the wall and stuff. That's something that I've always yep. been like, how do, how do you do that? Like in general, like if you didn't have like an uh, like a route, like if I just wanted to put it on here, do you just go down to the bottom and poke a hole in the wall and like try to fish it out of there? So and, that's the part that I don't understand. He yeah. left us like a string that you could pull one wire through. Um, so from hole to hole, but other than that, and he saw it on my, like, he, he came in here and he wasn't exactly like, all right, this kid's a pigeon. I'm going to upcharge him on everything. But he knew yeah. the second he looked at me, like, I can probably help him with a lot of projects. Um, so he got our TV. I handed it to him and I was like, can you help me mount this? He was like, sure. And by help, do you just want me to do it? And I was like, <laughs> no, yes. Please help me. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. He had your number. Was and that back in the time the when you were right into the back? He drilled the screws right into the back with a drill, and then he just looked at me and goes, don't ever use a drill to do something like that. I was like, oh, but, but you just did. Um, so what yeah, he, he, you could see it in my face. Soft yeah, what hands. was this? What was, I was, so was going to get to. Was that back in the time when you were shaking hands? You probably saw there was no calluses we on him. We were those. shaking hands. He felt exactly. <laughs> yep. It's like, this kid's never worked a day in his life. No field work. <laughs> no nothing. It's <laughs> a... Uh, bourgeoisie over here yes yeah you can um, see it alright let's let's see I got in my next my next thing Ooh, this one I was actually going back to plumbing a little bit so our the bathroom sink was never really fully functional a little plunger in the, in the sink you know um, it like the bottom thing wasn't connected to the thing that you pull up to make it seal down you know what I'm talking about I do yeah um, so for like the, probably the first like six months we were here, I was like, I mean, it, it, we don't need to, like, neither me or Sarah ever really fill up the sink, the hand sink, so it's like, it's fine that it, it doesn't actually function, but then something happened, I think it started leaking, yeah, the, the, the handles themselves started leaking, so I had to get my super to come bring new uh, spigot and handles, so he put those on, and then, like, sort of jerry-rigged the... The, the plunger part so it's I've never seen it like this it's kind of exposed underneath the sink so it's like a stick of metal that goes into another stick of metal so that then that connects to the pulley up and downy thing in the back of the sink yep. that's what it's called <laughs> mm-hmm. so but the problem is that when the if your drain if the drain ever gets clogged you, it, you can't take out the plunger from the sink without taking apart the whole thing so that started happening. It was draining really slow, and it's like, oh, this is so gross because like you're washing your face and splashing back up from the sink, or whatever. So I'm like, I got to take care of this. So I got my got my courage up, got under there on my back, all awkward underneath the sink, took it apart, and was like, okay, I got the the, the clog out, which is of course really gross in itself. So accomplishment one, and then I was able to get it back and actually functioning better than it was the way my super had it. So that was that wow. was a big win. Your super sounds like a clown, and you just... Dude. Big dictum. 
he's a, he's a nice guy and he gets things done and he's responsive and he comes around quick. We haven't had him use him for too many things. However, when he was doing the sync thing, he didn't have the exact right size part, the little stick things to connect. So he get, had like a a grinder, like a like a big like hacksaw type of thing that he in the bathroom cut the metal thing shorter. So it's spitting sparks all over. And then those sparks went and like made little tiny specks in the white tiles, like in the bathroom, the subway kind of tiles on the walls. And I was like, so is there any way to like fix this without just replacing the tiles? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, when you did the cutting and all the sparks, it like made all these black little marks, like it went into the tiles. And he's like, oh, that could have been me. And I was like, (laughs) uh, sir, it wasn't there before today. And now it's there. It's like no, it couldn't be. Um, well, I'll come. I'll come and look at it. And then he never did, and I never brought it up again. So I was like, I'm not gonna try to convince him that he's not lying. That he is lying to me. Like I know that he's knows that I know. <laughs> so I they like, do. Right. They do say I'll come look at it a lot when they're already in the house near the thing that they're gonna come back to look at. Mm-hmm. It's trouble. But yeah, over overall, he's been a good man. He's really good about recycling and like helping out with. Uh, I don't know. Recycling. Um, so that was a, that was a good one. You got you got anything else on there? My other big things are are mainly car and outside related. Oh, uh, the car is a big challenge for me. Yeah, I don't the know only shit thing, about cars. And you're just a you're a new car owner basically. Essentially, yeah, new again, yeah. Yeah. So the only thing I know how to do with cars is uh, change the uh, windshield wiper fluid. And check the okay, got that one, yeah. pressure on the tires, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. no longer needed because all new cars have a, an automatic gauge that tells you when the tire pressure is low. Yeah. So I'm down to uh-huh. 50% of my knowledge <laughs> that I had before, which is not great. Cuts you, cuts you, cuts you right in half. Um, but you still have to know how to, if you need to fill it up, you still got to know how to use a tire gauge. I do know you how to do that, but I, most yeah. of the gas stations now, you just plug in the number that you want to fill it to, and then it just oh. goes until it stops. Man, we're living in the future. Yeah, man. I didn't, I'd never seen that. Haven't had to do any tire pressure. My dad was obsessed with tire pressure growing up, I remember. He was always checking the damn pressure and being like, oh, it's a couple couple pound PSI off, or whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> right? Pound, p- yeah. P- PSI, pound absolutely. Um, yeah, my dad, cars and me, so my dad was always very thrifty growing up. Like, where he didn't have to spend money, he just wouldn't. And he held to that. He still does today. He's definitely loosened up now that they're retired, and they're like, I mean, I don't have to worry about that. They don't have to worry about that anymore as much. Um, but so all of our cars were always sticks, manuals. So I took all my like my driving tests and learned how to drive on a stick, which I'm very proud of. Very uh, impressive. But so because they were manuals, there's a lot more moving parts that you have to, like, do some upkeep and like keep an eye on like the clutch wearing out and all this like the gears and stuff and like so it's kind of stressful learning to drive with my dad I did me and my sister did most of it I think my sister did more driving lessons with my dad which was like traumatic for her because he was kind of a yeller yeah um and on top of the whole like neuroses about keeping the car like as new as possible but it's like you got to press the brakes at a stop sign like what do you want me to do this type of shit save those brake pads um and then so, so yeah, my, my sister actually waited to get her license because she was so, like, nervous about it until she is, I think she was 17, whereas in Michigan back then we could get it at, like, 14 and a half if you had a job. Holy shit. 
What yeah. the hell? Mm-hmm. And then fourteen and a half. Yep, that was for the. Uh, that was if you had a job that's like you. That was you. You could drive to the job and back by yourself. Otherwise, you had to have a somebody else with a license. But yeah, like a full. I'm license. sure people followed that rule. I mean, very closely. I I, I was a I was a, a good boy when it came to that kind of stuff. But yeah, so driving was a, was a big thing it's outside Detroit, you know, Motor City, that kind of that kind of deal. So I really miss having a having a car and being able to adopt uh, our our mother in law's forward focus um, has been really freeing in this time, especially for my wife. I'm sure we've touched on this in the, in the, the other previous episodes, but just being able to like go somewhere else than just our dog walking route has been huge, and uh, and being able to drive out and see you guys in the backyard there, it's good stuff. Do you have AAA? Yeah, I think somehow uh, Tim had a deal that was able to put me and Sarah on there for free. So, yeah. But I, I, I had been previously uh, my entire life AAA member. They've come in, they've come in uh, handy a couple times locking my keys in the car in college. Don't know, do you know how to yeah. jimmy, a, jimmy a car door? No way. Yeah, no, me neither. Uh-uh. So yeah, cars, I guess I can change a tire. I'm pretty confident I'd be able to change a tire. Really? And that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. I had to do it one time. And I, I, I was, uh, that was one thing we learned in Boy Scouts, actually. Cub Scouts. Weeblows, whatever. I didn't go to, all the way to Boy Scouts. It was like, I went to, I think, fourth grade. So I was like 10. And then I realized that like nobody else cool was doing it anymore. <laughs> it was just me and all like the nerdiest kids in school. So I was like, eh. I don't know if this is the path I want to go down just quite yet, but we had some fun there, and it was we were called Weeblos. That was like what, that was it was like Cubs, and the, yeah, I don't know why the name Weeblo, some kind of Native American thing, I think. Gotcha. Yeah, I wish I could change a tire. The last time the my tire was had a hole in it, I had to call AAA. Guy came out to the car. I was on the street. I went out there to help him. I don't know what what I thought I was going to help him with. Um, he jacked it, he jacked it up, took the tire off and then he was going to roll it to the side of the road. And I was like, Oh, I'll grab it. And he just looked at me like, you sure you want to dirty your hands? And I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> never mind. I'll just go, we'll go back in the house actually. <laughs> you good out here? All right. Thanks man. Appreciate it. Let me know if you want a glass of water. Or yeah. Anything. That was a, a wake up call for me. There's just no point to, to even try it. They can see my soft hands from a mile away. <laughs> Just radiant, nice and milky white, soft pink, skin, like a baby's, like a baby's butt. Yeah. Any any other uh, major accomplishments over there? My other ones are. I'll fly through after you go. Um, no. I mean, if I had fixed other things, I'd probably be wearing a T-shirt that said "I fixed X." <laughs> um, I feel really great after I do. I feel almost as great as if I like. You know, have you ever? killed a fly in your house and you know how good it feels because oh. it was buzzing around that's how good I feel it's the fucking best the other day I actually have a fly swatting story because it was uh, maybe right smack in the middle of this whole lockdown thing so I'm like you know there's not I don't have anything to do this is while the bar was still closed and for some goddamn reason there's this one day where I shit you not eight I had to eight kill eight big fat motherfucking wow. flies and I had no idea where they were coming in from I had seen, like, in our courtyard, there was, like, a lot of activity, like, in the corner. So I don't know if they somehow, like, came through the air conditioner. Because there's a couple 
cracks. We've just left the air conditioners in the windows this whole time, in the winter too. So it's like, maybe it came in there, but these motherfuckers. And I had, and I didn't, I don't have a. Uh, actually, I have the ba- the last the last amount of magazine from that day next to me on my little work station in front of the window. But I had to use, I had to like tear apart magazines, roll them up, and like stock them down. Also, Sally goes apeshit when she sees them. So she's really? like tearing ass following these flies all, all over the place. Have yet to see her uh, grab one, but she's got kind of close a couple of times. And she's gone kind of like a spotter for me. If I lose track, she'll be like, it's over there. And then I find it. But yeah, it's, uh, it, that was like a war, let alone just one. But it was like I would kill one, two minutes later, another one's buzzing around. It was pretty disgusting. We keep a clean home, mind you. Yeah. So it's a point of pride to be like, get out of here. We called an exterminator about flies once, and he was like, so the thing about flies is they could be coming from a source up to a mile away, so there's not really anything we can do to get rid of them. Yeah. It's just kill the ones as they come. Basically. And these ones, this one's, this is really gross and graphic. Like, all of them, I would smash them, and I'd never seen this before, but they had, like, little larvae squiggling around on their, like, dead bodies. They were that big, like, you could see it. And I was like, oh, my God, like, what if... What if there's one that's just like laying eggs right in the in the frame of our window? Thankfully, that was the, that was the end. I got rid of them, murdered all those goddamn flies, and I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen more than one since. But yeah, I was like, it was repulsive, not fun. Sorry for the visual. Dear we lived in a we lived in a first floor apartment in Cambridge like five years ago, four years ago, and they were always doing construction on it. And they left the bottom of the building exposed, the foundation. And we're like, oh, that's probably not a good idea with like rats and everything. But then we forgot about it. And um, we went home one day, and it just smelled really bad by the refrigerator. So we threw everything out, still smelled. Oh, we threw boy. our trash can out, still smelled. Called our maintenance guy. He was like, I'm not really going to come to your house just to see if something smells. It's probably something. And so we just called him and called him. He finally came. He took one step in the door. He's like, ah, rat in the wall. I've been there. I'm like, what? He's like, uh, yeah, no, a rat no, probably crawled into you. the ceiling and died. Uh, I wouldn't worry about it. It'll stop smelling in a couple of days and then disintegrate. But she was right. But when yeah. a rat disintegrates, the flies come. And we uh, had, If they're in there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we had flies for gosh. two weeks, and then we broke the lease and, and moved out. But uh, they were the same fat ones. But really? It was, it was the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, the rotting mouse smell I'm too familiar with because the bar every once in a while it's inevitable you'll get one like behind the fridge that you can't get to and you just have it's to like wait pure it out gasoline thankfully we thankfully we've never had yeah it's disgusting it smells like rotten broccoli to me so a lot bad. of times yeah good stuff good stuff I, I can tell you some accidental mouse killing stories from the bar too sure. maybe at a later date when we get into animal uh, murders uh, good episode <laughs> idea how about uh, I have on here we got a Wi-Fi extender and it was I, it was like, oh, you just plug it in and link it to your thing, and it's the easiest pie. It took me a goddamn two hours, and then when I finally finished, it was like that was a good that was a good oh feeling right there. Best. That was a win. It still fucking cuts out every once in a while. I have to unplug it, but thankfully it's just an unplug and plug back in situation, and it like fixes it. I don't have to go back into the app or whatever. These goddamn everything has an app now. Well, that pretty, that about does it for mine. Oh, I, I realized that our windows can like fold outwards like inwards towards the apartment so I can actually clean them pretty well. I haven't done it yet, but I was like, oh, I can get this like years of kind of like rain dust off the off the windows. This is amazing. So I'm going to tackle that maybe nice. next week. 
I've been saying that for months, but someday I'll, I'll put it in there. You got anything on the list that you can think of that is uh, on that honey-do list? Those are the big things. We have a stackable washer-dryer, so it's basically impossible yeah. to fix, and that's the thing that's just dripping. Um, yeah. yeah. It man. looks great in a city Home apartment to have like a tight little closet with a washer-dryer, but then yeah, you can't yeah, move it. Yeah, it was awesome. Right, because how do you get... Yeah, you can't get that... So, so speaking of he- moving heavy things... We had a we had a keg delivered in the middle of the day, and we have like there's a there's a hatch outside with like a step, like a normal uh, stairs, and like this little wooden thing that you slide the keg down on. But there's people sitting there, so we couldn't get them out. So I was like, oh, I've seen this done before. We have on the inside behind the bar to get to the basement. It's like a submarine ladder. It's almost straight down, metal like rung thing. So I was like, all right, between the two of us, we can I'll get underneath and just like stand and push up, and then you kind of lower it down one step at a time like there's you can get like an inch of the side of the keg on each oh, step Jesus. and we've done it before but i had only been on the top doing it so i was like i can handle this and i get i should have had the guy up top help for like one more rung so it slipped off and i i, sh- I thought my leg was going to be snapped into like it fell a good three feet hit my oh. shin and like i don't know how like my my leg was like up against there's like these kind of like metal rack shelves so my leg was sort of like up against that so it acted like almost a splint on the other side so it just kind of like ricocheted off my shin bone and I'm even that like it's just a little bruise I can't believe like it looked like my leg was like jelloed around this keg for a second but it missed both my feet kind of smashed my hand my hand's still like a little swollen and stiff but dude I thought I was like and then my adrenaline skyrocketed and I would like stood down there for a second. Liam, the guy upstairs, was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, are you okay? Fuck, are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think so. Just give me a second. I got to make sure like I can move my leg." So I stayed for like three minutes, like just bending my knee and like crouching down and standing back up, like rotating my ankles and shit, because I was like not convinced yet that I the pain was just like not settling in yet because the adrenaline rush. But thankfully, yeah, I, I. I think I'm, I, it's possible. I've never broken a bone. I think I might be invincible. What the hell? Are you made out of the metal that a keg comes I, out of? I, I mean, I could be like a Wolverine style thing. I didn't even know. But I was, I, I haven't had an adrenaline rush like that from like fear <laughs> in a very you probably, long time. You probably just picked the keg up with one hand and moved it to where it had to be after that. I mean, yeah, after realizing that I have in, unbreakable bones, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, fun stuff from the bar world. More to come, I'm sure, yes, in later yes. later casts. Well, so all right. On that note, uh, what was it? Oh yeah, I already asked. I don't really have anything on the on the horizon for as far as fix it goes. Um, any ideas off the off the dome for topics for our next meeting? I want to talk about those YouTube videos of the guy who just gets stung by different bugs. <laughs> oh no, yes, our jackass. Episode. It is truly. Is this now? upsetting is this one guy is he specifically trying to get stung by different bugs yes. so he's this is his intention it's not just like a compilation of different people getting stung by different things this guy has the bug in like a little <laughs> dish of some kind he's got a camera guy and he's got like a are you okay person oh my god holy shit <laughs> okay a, i'm gonna i'm gonna not <laughs> every every kind of bug you can i'm gonna of. not watch any of them yeah that's uh, terrifying, but also fascinating. I will. I'm not gonna watch any, and then we'll do some. We'll do some live, uh, 
some live watches next time so I can we'll have my genuine reactions and then we can get behind the uh the psychology of a of a mind like that. Yes, let's Jesus do Christ. Um that should probably be enough for a whole one after our after our catch up. I'll be yeah, thinking man. on on some. I have some in the hopper. There's one I think I told you about weird groupons. I saw another one that was uh what was it, like touchless or non-surgical butt lift. Did I say that last time? I think I might have. It sounds familiar. I don't believe so. so. Fascinating stuff. Also, you can get an acre of land on Mars. That's kind of a fun one. Only an acre? How much is it? I had only an acre. I have. I haven't clicked on it. I'm going to save it for the for the for the app. Jesus but Christ. I have to wait until there's more. I have to get more. Kind uh, of compile that list a little bit. Slow going. Yeah, man. That sounds. But like anyways, good. all right. So until until uh, next time. Um, oh, also the the town episode. You got to you got to. Oh, wait, do you do you have a hard copy of the four hour uh, extended edition? Bought it on Amazon. About? Watch it maybe twice a year. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe. Uh, well, I can then I can just probably stream that on on Prime or I something. I can talk about it. But anyways, that 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 would be a great that would be a great episode too. Um, All right. So until next time, um, Jesus Christ, it's time to go. Wear a fucking mask. Booyah. Adios.